Hello guys and gals, how you doing? Today I'll be talking about an awesome way to start your free podcast, and I mean free, no catch, no gimmicks. It's totally free, easy to edit, easy to record, and easy to promote and monetize your podcast. It's called Anchor.fm, and I highly recommend you guys and gals, check it out, and start your own podcast, let your voice be heard. And also, don't forget to listen to Wild Dog Podcasts, and tell them that I sent you and that you hear it from me. So you get more people to join Anchor.fm. You will not be disappointed because they will also put your podcast in other platforms and then make it very, very much easier for you. Have a great day, everybody. Hey, everyone. How you doing, guys and gals? Welcome to another episode of Kiyoshi Sweet Stuff Me Podcast. And I hope you're enjoying this podcast channel. I hope you enjoy my rebranded as Kiyoshi Sweet. I know I've been through a lot of name changes, just like my YouTube channel on Anchor.fm. There have been times that I was going to quit doing Anchor.fm because they took away my sponsorship, you know, so because I have low views and stuff and low subscribers. But at the same time, I said to myself, just like I was on my original YouTube channel when I, when I used to be DVD Movie Buffer. In 2009, that if you have one fan, keep going on. As long as you got a mic, you're alive, and you have the ability to keep talking and the resources, just keep going until you feel like it's time to hang up. But like my bit true channel, which I'm gonna end this year, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it open for research materials and for for people that want to look at my older work. I'm gonna leave that ch- channel open for you guys to view and check my older work. Same thing with Anchor.fm, if it ever happens, that I feel like I need to hang it up, I'm going to leave it open. As long as you that Anchor.fm feel like they're going to have me there, and leave it there, you know. But, um, with that being said, the weather today in the Bronx, New York is cold, rainy, and, um, this is a great time to talk about this topic, and I will release this on Halloween Day, you know, if not, maybe today, but it's the day before Halloween, right? Halloween, what Eve you call it? And um, a lot of people don't consider Halloween a holiday, you know. I wish it does consider it be a holiday, give everybody a day off on Halloween, you know. That would be cool. But my position I'm in, I would not ever, I would not be able to take a day off on Halloween because of that. But if it's officially a, a holiday, we people can stay home. But with that being said, again, let's go on with the point of this show. And the point of this show is this. Um, I saw a documentary called like, In Search of Darkness and direct video recently and you know it's about people talk about horror movies or the experience going to the video store I'm sure I had talked about this topic before and um, in my past blogs in the past um, I want to talk about it now because it kind of inspired me to just to do a full-blown episode about it you know my attention to the video store and I remember I'm gonna start with my dad because my dad was into all kinds of movies because I remember him watching those bad ninja movies Spaghetti Western movies that that wasn't even Eastwood Spaghetti Western movies, and it because I, I remember seeing these long ass Italian names. I was like, Yo, how come Italian people making westerns? I never knew. I said later on, once I growing up, I realized what they were. Spaghetti Westerns shot in Western movies shot in Italy, pretty much, or financed in Italy. And I remember growing up watching this B movie called Thunder Warrior which there was like three parts to it, and I did review all three into one blog, 
So check one of my older episodes here where I talk on the anchor about it. And um, Thunder Wave was pretty much like the version of Rambo. And like I said, Italian movies are known for exploitation, so they will take advantage of any engineer and just make it their own. You know, like horror, action, Nazi, even a hillbilly movie. You know, I remember saw a hillbilly movie done in Italy one time. It was a horror movie, and I forgot the name of it, but I remember reviewing it. That I know. Excuse me, I'm having a cream soda, you know. <sighs> nice little cream soda refreshing your tongue, you know. Um. So anyway, yeah, so Italian movies are known for a lot of stuff. I think mainly more, people like more for his horror movies. Um, I remember watching sort of fantasy movies. And the first, my first foray in it was Conan the Destroyer. Um, I never seen anything like it. It was I remember I can I can never forget the day when I first saw that movie. It was I was sitting in the bed at Virginia Beach. You know my, my family and my other family. We went to Virginia Beach. We stayed at this hotel, and I put on watching H. I put on HBO, and suddenly Conan the Destroyer popped up on TV, and I'm like, holy shit! What the hell I'm watching that? It was so cool. Conan was kicking ass. And um, and I started a little older when I and a little bit not older but a little bit later I remember they showed they had this television block at nighttime on Channel Eleven, and back in the days man we got shit we got some good stuff man like we got TV shows or reruns like if you're an 80s kid we got it all even before the eighties we have it all you know they were showing Salem Lot they had a Conan Conan block John Carl Van Dam Bloodsport you know. And it was like all into a block, and I was like in my mind, like, what the hell is this? You know, no, it wasn't John Carpenter. My mistake it was some, some some other martial arts movie. Anyway, anyway, let's backtrack. So when I saw that block and I saw Conan, I saw Conan on TV, but it wasn't Conan the Destroyer. It was Conan the Barbarian, and I was confused. Like, wait a minute, what the? This is not the same movie I saw in Virginia Beach. This is another Conan movie. And then I finally realized that this Conan was Conan the Barbarian because the one I watched in Virginia Beach, Conan the Destroyer, was actually part two. It was the second movie to this Conan, and the Conan the Barbarian was the original. And I never knew that. I was like, oh, crap. I like double my Conan then, you know? And um, I really love Conan the Barbarian. It ended up becoming one of my favorite movies. And I have a lot of foray and sort of fancy genius. And back to Italian cinema, they also did a lot of clones of Conan movies, there's a slew of them, but I think my favorite clone has to be Ator, and that happened to be a franchise in four, but actually in three movies, but they kind of changed it up in the third movie and in the fourth movie, you know, or one and two more follow along the same route, and then you have Barbarian Queen and Amazon, all these warrior female movies too, you know, um, I've been into so many exploitation movies, so many B movies, so many horror movies, action movies, B, B movies like in action also, not just horror. That went straight to video instead of going to the movie theaters. And uh, I was always into, I was always that guy that like rented movies that people don't want to talk about. And you know, in two thousand nine, they started a YouTube channel, which, which is not, which is not there no more due to a lot of drama. And a, couple, a few years back, you know, there was another situation where I decided to make a full blown comeback, but. That situation was kind of messed up, so you could check out my um, my other. This is YouTube. No, no, there was a podcast special I did about 
a full part series about my dark side of YouTube it. So you can check check that out, my dark side of YouTube it. And I'll talk more about that, you know, about that situation. Not in too much in detail, by the way. But besides that, so I was like into every kind of movie, man. It was ridiculous, you know. And don't get me wrong, I do watch movies in the theaters, too. Also, of course, we got to catch up. But we had a slew, man. And and it was fun, though, man. I watched a lot of weird horror movies, you know. I'll tell you, I'll tell you one of my experiences in the movie theaters. I remember seeing a double bill of Nightmare on Elm Street 1 and 2, but I wasn't able to see that. So I was taken to see the movie Ghoulies. I forgot who took me to see Ghoulies. You know, I, th- you know, I think my uncle probably took me to see Ghoulies. The first Ghoulies movie. And that movie was creepy as fuck because it was like when the Ghoulies came out of the toilet, I had nightmares because of that. That shit was scary, okay? You know? Yeah, the Ghoulies was the, like the movie that scared me, you know? Um, I grew up with watching not only the movie block, but at, that starts at 8 o'clock, you know, in Channel 5, they would show a Bruce Lee marathon one time, which was awesome, like, they, each day of Bruce Lee movies, it was so cool, but, you know, I also grew up the late night movies, movies that's, like, after 11 o'clock or after 12, I also grew up in that, watching movies in the afternoon time, like, you have your movie hosts hosting horror movies or action movies or Channel 5, which they show you kung fu movies every Saturday, I think around 2 or 3 o'clock, it was such a great time to be like 80s, to grow up, grow up in the 80s, you know, and don't get me wrong, I have my bad times, you know, with people, I've been bullied and so on, but to be honest, movies was always my escape, you know, and um, I could talk about video games and comic books, but that's another chapter for another time, another episode, but this episode is mainly more about movie talk, you know, about growing up with the movies, or horror movies. Um, people always ask me about what's my first horror movie. I'm gonna be honest, I can't even remember. So I always go back to the first movie that scares me, which was The Exorcist. And I always say that it's just the scariest movie of all time because even to this day, people still talk about it and they always question your religion. You know, these younger cats now, they'll say it too, but then they'll mention these other possession movies. But you gotta remember, all those other possession movies came from Exorcist. You know? And, um,. Yeah, because I, I remember being scared because it's like, it was nothing like it. It looked so real and stuff. And the way the priest had to fight, fight with the demon with the possession by saying the prayer, prayers and so on. Um, yeah, that was, it was to me, I would have to go back to that. And I am sorry, my computer is blanking out right now. I hope I'm not losing any episodes. I mean, I hope it doesn't get cut off, excuse me, <laughs> So any episodes. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. But, um... Yeah, I mean, that's my forte in watching movies or horror movies, but why I keep watching horror movies mostly more than any other movie, even though I do watch a lot of movies in different genres, but horror is always like a form of escape, and you want to see who's going to win at the end. Usually, mostly evil always win at the end. And sometimes you get good endings when the good or actually win at the end, when nobody will even get killed, you know? I forgot the name of the movie when I saw a horror movie, which was really good, but nobody did not get killed. Or is that they got killed, but they came back alive later once they defeat the evil force and everything goes back to normal. And I'll be like, yo, that's really cool for a horror movie because you don't see that all the time, you know. Um, so, so with that being said, let me end it on this note. You know, we're already hitting the 11 minutes mark. So anyway, peace out. See you later, guys and gals.